What's up, everybody? Welcome back to the Formula America podcast. We're your hosts, Curtin Dillon, and this is the Singapore Grand Prix preview pod. And I say it all the time, but I'm pumped for this one, man. <laughs> We're going back to going back to Asia for the first time this season. We're going to the uh, back to a street circuit for the first time in a while. And then that we've Checo also won at last year. Checo did win. He took it from lights off to the checkered flag, whatever. Yep. Um, and also one of six uh, night races for the season. So I'm pretty pumped for that. Yeah, I- I'm excited for this. And they revised the track, I think, in a really good way. I'm excited for that. Um, I've been struggling with the prediction. You know, this isn't this is kind of a, a draggy track, a lot of turns. And I think that's going to favor you know, the Mercedes, the McLarens, the Astons, not the Ferrari. Like I, I don't, I'm very like conflicted on this prediction because I think a lot of cars are going to have a good chance here. Probably not Williams, not that much high <laughs> yeah. speed stuff. I, I don't think, I don't think Logie bear is getting his points this weekend, but the Williams doesn't like sharp, slow turns. <laughs> no, it just wants to go fast. Like uh, Ricky Bobby. <laughs> <laughs> So I'm I'm super excited just because I think there's so many possibilities. Uh, I know we're going to get into it, but last year's Singapore race, we had six DNFs. Um, <laughs> like, this track is insane. I'm so excited. Yeah, and Max Verstappen has never won in Singapore. He didn't do so, great last year either. He went last off Last year track. was a terrible race for Max. He only qualified in eighth. Like, this yeah. could this be the end of the reign? uh i don't know i don't think so (laughs) it's max verstappen let's not overlook that but yeah so last year was the return of the track so they didn't have a race here in 2020 or 2021 um before that max was i think p3 in 2019 p2 Mm -hmm. in 2018 and before that he was just way down the field so it's going to be interesting to see i i don't i'm not going to bet against the guy because it's max verstappen and he does not put a foot wrong and i've got a, a theory that Max Verstappen is an AI at this point. And I, I've, I found some proof recently. He, if, you, if you think back to the last race that he did not win, Baku, a long time ago. Yeah, earlier yeah this it was season, a long time ago. Yeah, he could not pass. He could not even catch Checo. Um, and then stories are coming out where he said like he learned a lot during that race. And I heard, uh, I saw a video, and there's a rumor that at one point they were trying different uh, setups and different modes. And at one point, his race engineer, told him to do i can't remember the setup i think it was like display two strat nine or something like that and i have a theory that when he did that they downloaded some new information into max verstappen's database and so he said once that happened once he got that strategy or that uh yeah the strategy settings on the car it just felt right to him and he was able to learn a lot and from then on he was able to implement that and he hasn't lost the race since so i think this guy has got something going on he's he's not natural it's not normal and I think he needs to be tested to see if he, he's some like sort Neo of... from the Matrix, where exactly like, he's like, oh, I know Kung Fu. Yeah, that's right. Just, that's where Max is now. And it, I don't think it's a coincidence that we see Elon Musk in the Red Bull paddock earlier this year coming to check on his new project. <laughs> saying, There's something going on. <laughs> yeah, it'll be. I'm super excited. So let's get into it. So we want to do last year review or this year setup first. Let's do this year setup first. OK, so this year setup. Um, we removed four 90 degree corners on the backside of the track. And so now in doing that, um, they didn't put a DRS zone, but there's a whole lot faster of your sector three. 
um, and there's four less corners. So it takes this from 23 down to 19. Um, I think that's a pretty, I think that's going to make a substantial difference. Uh, I'm pretty excited for that. Cause those, those last four corners were rough. Yeah. It's almost uh, like how in, uh, was it Spain where they got rid of that final chicane and they just made one long straight? Well, and they, I think they were adding those chicanes in or now they're getting rid of them because I think they were talking about just how fast the cars were in the last generation with those barge boards. I think that this generation of cars, probably your more authentic Grand Prix Formula One car. Formula One cars aren't made to turn 90 degrees at you know 30 miles an hour. They're made to turn 90 degrees on a swooping corner at 120, right? Like, right. And this, you know, this track is super boxy. So I think it's good kind of getting rid of some of these, let them get up to speed, take those smaller turns at higher speeds um, and get rid of a lot of these slow 90 degree turns. I mean, D DC said that in the beginning of the year, he's like Grand Prix cars are made. They're not top speed cars. They're not doing NASCAR speeds. They're not. They're also not. They're that middle fast turning car. And I'm glad we're kind of getting back to that. I think that's really fun. When you go to the the uh, the Silverstone is the perfect one. It has all of those super high speed corners. How yeah. fun that racing is! Yeah, it's awesome. Um, so we got rid of those. Uh, so now it's, it goes 15 to 16 to 17 um, straight across in a final chicane before you round it to the pit lane straight. Um, so that's pretty cool. So there's no lap record. Um, and it cut the circuit length down to 4.94 kilometers, 62 laps. Um, you know, the first time we raced here was in 2008. We got three DRS zones. None of them, one of them's pretty long and the pit lane's not bad. The third one's nothing crazy. I don't think that we're going to get, like I said earlier, it's not going to favor a Williams. They're not going to be getting up to that 200 plus mile an hour on these straights. I don't think, um, so it should be a lot of fun. Yeah, I'm pumped. And there's always the threat of rain at this course. And we saw last year the pandemonium that caused. Just looking up the weather forecast, it looks like there's going to be rain this weekend. But we're going into a night race. So according to at least right now, a few days out, it says that the rain should be cleared up by mid-afternoon. But we'll see. It's Singapore. Who knows? It might start raining. And when it rains there, it doesn't dry. It's so humid. Yes. It just sits there and, and just... That's right. I don't even care if it's raining during the race. If it rains all day, we just go into a wet track. It's going to yep. be great. Oh, yeah, for sure. I mean, we had six DNFs last year. Even Lewis Hamilton put it into the wall. He just didn't put it into the wall that fast. And he recovered. Yeah. That was Max wild, too, because he went straight on and it didn't damage the wing whatsoever. But it looked like it should have. I think that was just pure Lewis Hamilton realizing I'm not making this turn instead of hitting the wing on the side, breaking yep. it off, just run into it straight on, hit yep. the nose, straight, straight 90 degrees. And uh, it worked out. It worked out well for him. Kind of that, you know, that's, what's hard in making these predictions, like the Alonzo's and the Lewis's, the guys that have, that are just wily old experienced drivers. This is going to favor, I think. We'll see. So let's get into last year. Uh, we had Checo on pole, both Ferraris behind him, Max down in eighth. And I mean, the whole race was just pandemonium. Six DNFs, um, <laughs> people crashing. Latifi took out Joe. Just, he, <laughs> yeah. just, he just Lance strolled him and uh, took both of them out. It's like he didn't even exist. It's like he's completely <laughs> invisible. I, I, afterwards, Joe gone, you was just like, this guy just squeezed me into the wall. <laughs> he just like, yeah. threw up his hands. Nothing he could do. Took both of them out. 
Um, Fernando Alonso didn't finish the race. Um, Yuki went into a wall at one point. Yeah, Esteban Ocon, Albon. I mean, yeah, kind of crazy pandemonium here. George Russell had a puncture. He finished, but in last. Um, it was crazy. Seb Vettel was very competitive here last year. He ended up down in eighth place, but he did good. And the Mercedes in a not the most competitive car were, or sorry, Mercedes McLaren. Yep. Uh, we're fourth and fifth. Like, yeah. it's, it, it'll be interesting. But it was a fun race last year. It was. And back on our boy Max, like we said, not a good race. The race no. started, like you said, P8. Immediately dropped out of the top 10 in the first lap, yep. fought his way back, and then wound up. Uh, the race was, it went on so long, they ended up going by time at the yep. end. So there's like 34 minutes left, I think. And then he goes to pass Lando and just locks him up and goes off into the runoff, dropped back down again, ended up finishing the race P7. So a lot of people like to put the label of curse on things. Maybe there's a Singapore curse. Max Verstappen has been able to overcome every curse this year. Yeah, so. go ahead and put another curse on it. It's like it's like when you say that this year or this race, this is the one that Leclerc is going to finally get it back. <laughs> and then Leclerc <laughs> finds a new rock bottom. Every time we say there's a curse on this track, you know Max wins it. So go go uh, ahead and put a curse on this. You track. know what? You know what? No, I'm not going to label it that because <laughs> I want to see what happens. Okay. Are, are you going to say this is the last weekend for, or this is the weekend Leclerc is going to get it back? We'll wait till I get to my predictions. But oh, okay, I hope maybe. <laughs> like it can't get any worse than this <laughs> yeah there's no way there's another rock bottom wrong so i'm yeah i'm excited for this let's let's kind of get into the predictions i think we're probably gonna have to talk about it a little bit i think we will all right so as always we're gonna start with our prediction for poll um which i i would like to go back because i think at least your poll position hasn't changed probably no. in about 12 races no probably about 14 races all right i so, think i threw one i think i threw a wild card in there one time and it didn't work so yeah no all right well let's go ahead and go on with your poll logan Sargent. <laughs> i hope he does it that'd be amazing no uh, but, or, or k mag that'd be pretty awesome that would uh, be no, it's max it's max super max you know what i went with max too and it's just be i, I tried to go against him Last week, I've tried to go against him numerous times before, and you just see that this guy, no matter how much pressure there is, no matter what the odds are against him, no matter anything, right, he could finish the race on three wheels, kind of like Lewis Hamilton did in the past. You know? <laughs> Singapore, or not Singapore, Silverstone. <laughs> yeah, like he's, gonna, he's Mr. Automatic at this point. This guy does not make mistakes, so I, uh, I too went with Max on pole. Who is your P3? P3, I went back and forth, but, and I, you know, I'm just going to send it with what I got. I'm going with Sir Lewis Hamilton, P3. Ooh. I think it's going to be a good weekend for the Mercedes. Yeah, I do too. I really went back and forth. I went with Lando. Okay. Okay. And I think Lewis might be a better pick. I, I just want Lando to break another one of Max's trophies. <laughs> I'm just, I'm just kind of willing him up there on the podium at this point. <laughs> All right. All right, so P2, I am also willing Lando Norris. I put him on P2, and here's why. Because the McLarens are coming out with a new livery. I don't know if you've seen this, Third but I, I love one-off liveries, 
And this reminds me of like when a football team like Florida State each year does a blackout game. And it's my favorite one because they come out all black with just little splashes of color. And this new McLaren, the stealth mode, as they're calling it, it's all exposed carbon with a little bit of papaya on the nose and a little bit of papaya on the wing in the back. And I think it's going to look awesome under the lights. I think it's going to rejuvenate them. Last time they did a, a new livery, they came out with the chrome and silverstone. And look what happened there. That so, crown looked good too. It did. I wasn't really a fan of the the triple crown they did earlier in the year. I like that I, one actually. I, I like that one a lot. I know a lot of people did. I like them dark, and that's why yeah. I like this full exposed carbon. I love carbon. I love dark, so I like this one. So I think it's gonna will them up there. So Lando Norris P two. I've got Alonzo. Ooh, bringing it back, Alonzo. I I would like to see that. I like it when Alonzo is fighting for the for somewhere mm-hmm. up in the top. I think it makes the entire race more exciting. A couple races just, where he was down below, like top 10 and all that. It, it wasn't exciting. I just, uh, yeah, he's, he's having so much fun. I don't know that the Aston will be the second fastest car around this track, but I think in the hands of Alonzo, it, it's got a ton of potential on a, on kind of a crazy track. And so kind of like putting Lewis up in P3, like the Mercedes definitely isn't the third fastest or, you know, shouldn't be, but I think at the hands of Lewis, it's got a lot of potential here. So that's kind of why I'm going with Alonzo. Okay. Oh, well, I hope to see it. And that brings yep. us to P1. Max, Max's Ma- podcast. Ma- yeah. Max Verstappen. They, they should just like, as they're bringing out the podiums, the podium should already have his name on it. I'm sure yeah. the trophies are already engraved. And it's like, Max Verstappen, you're going to get it. Yeah, we should I, do I think, a P one through four and be like, yeah, hey, yeah, Max is P one. So who's the following three though? Right, right. <laughs> yeah, I think uh, Max is gonna put it on or not put it on pole. Well, yeah, put it on pole. But I think Max is gonna take the the trophy, the top, the top spot. So, what is your wild card? All right, I I have thought of a wild card, and I am going to make it a two part wild card. Ooh. I'm going to say that we're going to have. Four DNFs, and I'm going to go ahead and call that one of them will be Lance Stroll. Are you serious? <laughs> Why? Is that what you were going to do? <laughs> My, I was going back and forth between two wild cards. I was trying to figure out how many DNFs we were going to have. I was, flood- I was sitting around four. <laughs> And then I was like, you know what? That's kind of too easy. I think my wild card is going to be a Lance Stroll DNF, and he's going to take somebody else with him. <laughs> that's what I thought. I was like, four DNFs, that's not – or no, I was like, Lance Stroll DNF, that's not enough. Let's just call a number two. Yeah. Good look, man. Okay. I mean, we, got, we can't have the same wild card. Let me see here. Um, I'm going to say Checo Perez is not even in the top five this weekend. Oh. Okay, Checo is out of the top five. And All I right. think that, that pressure cook I know he won here last year, but I think that Red Bull pressure cooker is getting to him. Then you throw in a wet street circuit with walls right there. Like he's very clearly last week he was scared to pass. I think he was scared to DNF because of what it does in the points. I think you're gonna yep. throw some walls in there, and I don't think he is going to be at super Checo mode. He's not going to be live up to the king of the streets title anymore. I, I don't think this weekend he will. I think the I think the pressure is just getting turned up too much on him. Yeah, you can't be so cautious around these streets. And you know, if he doesn't finish, so they were looking at you know when Max can win t- the title, when Red Bull can win the constructors. 
And this weekend, if Red Bull gets a one and two and fastest lap and Mercedes gets one point or less, then Red Bull clinches the constructors. That's a lot of ifs going on there. You got to worry and, about and Mercedes isn't going to only score one point. Like, I don't I don't see that happening. Yeah. Here. So this won't be the weekend for Red Bull, but that'll probably so, be by Austin. Yeah. Well, I mean, it could happen sooner than that. But also, so with Max, he could potentially there's a lot that has to go on for him to win it next week in uh in Suzuka. But they're looking at, you know, potentially uh, Qatar being when he actually cinches up the championship title. Which would be crazy. Yeah, we'll see what happens there. He'll I'm cinch ex- it up that weekend. Danny Rick will return that weekend. Yeah, and- that sucks. So Danny, they actually, they already came out and said he will be there in Singapore this weekend. But he's going to he's be there for engineering purposes only. Therefore, he is not eligible for media um obligations so i don't know if they're trying to like keep him away from talking to media or whatever but he hasn't really put out much he's he's made like one post from him in the hospital and him riding a bike or stationary bike other than that we just hear little rumors like they're like oh he'll be back for qatar and all this and that but i don't know i hope he's doing all right i want to see him back in the car soon did you see uh val's comments on what logan Sargent needs to do to stay in the seat for 24 (sighs) what did he say it was nothing like concrete, but he basically said that he needs to do better. He needs to show improvement every single weekend. There was no like, you have to score points. He kind of alluded to it. He was like, Logan has left points on the board. He should have had points in Zanvort and didn't. He was like, but we just need to see. He's on a developmental path. We need to see improvement comparable to Alex. He was like, Alex Albon is here for the long haul. We have no doubt about that. Logan Sargent can be too but he needs to show the same progression of improvement that Albon is. Um, and so, but he, he very much made it clear that there is a chance he won't be here next year if he doesn't show improvement. And I mean, he really hasn't shown, he's had little spurts here and there, but nothing consistent. Yeah. I think the only consistent thing is he's been more consistently in the very bottom, not doing much. Or crashing. Know? Yeah. I mean, can't have a Nicholas Latifi again. Wait, well, I mean, Leclerc is really making an effort to cinch that up. So <laughs> you leave him alone. I'm going to say it. Leclerc it. is on an Do upward it. trajectory. <laughs> it, it can't get any worse. <laughs> <laughs> Poorly. This is the weekend his car catches on fire. <laughs> he's not going to stop. He's going to be like, I'm not stopping. Just he's like, I'm not getting flying out. out the back. Yeah, he's like, fuck it. I'm staying. <laughs> this is this is how it ends. <laughs> The captain goes down with the ship. Oh, man. All right, guys. So if you like this podcast, make sure you leave us a rating and review and share it with a friend. Uh, I think we're both pumped for this weekend and the weekends to come. We got one of the greatest races from one of the greatest tracks coming up next week of, uh, Suzuka. in Suzuka. It's my um, it is. This is going to be a good one this weekend, too, though. So you got anything else, Dylan? That's it. All right. Well, on that note, stay classy, America. We'll see you next time.